you when I saw the sound of music on there I was like oh Kim's gonna love that I know how could I not Marita thank you honey you've my made my pleasure. Friday so good you're just doing such a great job in there hey welcome everybody 820 and uh, I'm Kim Kerrigan VB has the morning off and Dave Thompson from Thompson Communications is in with us Dave is a uh, professor of uh, public relations at Salem State University and has uh, a public relations firm and is it a guy who spends a lot of time with folks like us, media types. Uh, and yeah, it's fun I, to be on the other side here for a few moments. Yeah, <laughs> how does that feel, right? Usually you're standing off to the side going, you know, ask my client something nicer than that, you jerks. <laughs> or please don't say something stupid. Please yeah, don't say something. Right. Both of those I've things, actually. I've coached you, I've coached you, right. I've coached you. Don't forget your talking points. You know, and I, I thought this morning because... Uh, I, you know, VB being out, I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great if we could have someone like yourself, and most specifically you, because um, we, all of us here, have worked with you so much. Uh, because you bring to the table a perspective when it comes to the media that's different than what we all have. And I think even different than what our listeners have. A and the media has been at the heart of conversation, whether we like it or not. And maybe that's part of the problem, right, is that the media has been at the heart of conversation of late. And, and I say this because... We are in anticipation of a ruling from a judge uh, related to this whole CNN, Jim Acosta uh, suit that has been filed, and they are suing the, the president, and they are suing the administration and numerous people in it because Jim Acosta's um, credentials have been pulled, his White House credentials. Sure, Absolutely. And this has really, I mean, really stirred a lot of conversation. I was reading, I don't know if you, David, saw this or Jim, you saw this this morning, but Bill O'Reilly came out and uh, was interviewed actually here in Boston yesterday. And I was shocked at what Bill O'Reilly said about it. I missed that. What did you say? Bill O'Reilly said that, number one, Fox News, it was shocking to him that Fox News got behind CNN. And it just goes to show Fox News is not the Fox News that he knew and loved. And number two, he thought this was insane and that the president should and will win this, period. And I was very surprised that Bill O'Reilly, a guy who has made his money, um, first as a journalist and then as uh, obviously a talk show host, but uh, that that was his bent. But as you know, Bill is very polarizing, so you know he might be saying things just to stir the pot. Uh, I originally thought it was surprising that Fox uh, came out in kind of support of CNN. But then the more I thought about it, it was a really smart move on their part because they are looked at as this you know right-wing media outlet. And to be able to say they're supporting CNN, which is looked at as a left-wing media mm -hmm. outlet, it kind of helps to position them away from that right wing, you know, um, reputation. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's funny that you'd say that because that was part of what Bill O'Reilly believes is going on. He said that, um, and I, I'm not looking at the exact article right now, so I'm sort of putting words in his mouth, but bear with me here. Uh, you know, he thought Fox wanted to be part of the cool kids. 
and that they are tired of being attacked by CNN. They're tired of being attacked by the Washington Post, by the New York Times, and by getting on board and building an alliance in some way, shape, or form, they would be taking some of the pressure off of themselves and would get into, as you were saying, you know, back over into a little more mainstream media um, positioning. Yeah, I don't know if it's being one of the cool kids because they probably think they're the cool kids, you know, because they're— you They know, certainly are the higher rated. Exactly. I'll tell you that. Right, exactly. But I think it's more uh, a res- issue of respect because they want to be viewed as a, you know, ethical uh, journalism platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they need to support, you know, First Amendment rights because what if they were on the other side of that? And they will be at some point. Exactly. Yeah. This is, you know, one president, but there's going to be future presidents of, you know, other parties. Right. So it's going to be it's a smart thing for them to do. Absolutely. Well, I think it is, too. And and I was very pleased to see that they had made that decision. And for that matter, they they're not the only ones. There are many media outlets that made the decision that they would support and make known to the judge that they supported the move of CNN. It's kind of gutsy in some ways because the more and the more that I have read this, looked at this, analyzed this, I've gone back and watched that darn press conference a hundred times. I originally said that I believe that precedent in the past, and this will also be precedent setting, whatever the decision might be, uh, precedent in the past usually falls on the side of the First Amendment. But the more I've looked at this, the more I've made the decision that – I think that the White House is going to win. I actually think that that in this particular case, I think that this judge will rule with the administration. And I don't think it's because this judge has something against First Amendment rights. I think this is going to be come this is going to come down to a personal issue between Jim Acosta and the president. And in the end, the president does get to decide who can come in and ask him questions or who can't. He can't. He cannot keep CNN from covering him, but he can keep Jim Acosta from doing so. Well, I think you're right. I think that it's up to CNN to determine who they want to send into that room. Um, so if they want to send Jim Acosta, that's fine. But then the president doesn't have to call on him. So why wouldn't they want to send someone in there that is more likely to get their questions asked and answered than someone who the president has, you know, uh, something against? Well, again, I just, I I feel like a lot of this lies square on the shoulders of the management of CNN. Jim Acosta, and I've said this here on the air, and I'll say it again, and I noticed that Bill O'Reilly said the same thing. Again, I'm sort of quoting Bill O'Reilly here. Jim Acosta became part of this story versus standing on the outside. One of the things that Bill O'Reilly, I think, was saying, you know, is that um, to be contentious or to ask tough questions is not what this is about. What this became about was personal attacks on the part of both of them, and Jim, o- and Jim Acosta let that get to him, and he stepped out of line um, when it comes to what you expect from a White House correspondent. And that is where the president gets the chance to draw the line. I know that you, Jim, would say, well, but the president was nasty to him. And that's true. But See, it I, is. I'm not so sure where I stand on this one, honestly. Because my thought is okay, let's say Acosta wins and he's back in. What is to stop on day one of President Elizabeth Warren or President whoever 
is the next Democratic president. Right. You know, on day one of that presidency, how do how do you say no if Alex Jones sues and says, well, I want to get in? That's You're, it's my First Amendment rights. I'm allowed to be in there. I'm a legitimate news organization. I want in. And then he can stand in there and yell and shout anything he wants. And you can't throw him out because Jim Acosta sued and got his way back in there. Right, but it shouldn't be about the individual. It should be about the organization, right. you know, the media organization. There's obviously only so many people that can fit in that room. Yeah, so, there's so many. There's only so many credentials. So there is a guideline associated with credentials. Right. So, the, I, but, but still, I know exactly what you're saying. You're 100 percent right. Opens up yes, anyone that wants to question how that goes. How to that's doing decided. That. You know, it's very easy for someone like him to say. Well, I think it needs to be public what the what the process is for who does and doesn't get these passes. Right. And then you open yourself up to a whole world of problems there. 617-266-6868. Love for you to join this conversation. We're waiting for this judge. We, He was supposed to hand this down yesterday. At about 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon, he came back and said, I need more hours and the decision will be made. But we'd like to hear from you. I mean, are you with Bill O'Reilly? Are you shocked that Fox got on board and was that the right thing to do? And what do you think? Who's going to win this when it's all said and done? Welcome back, everybody. 834 here on WRKO. And uh, BB has a morning off. Dave Thompson from Thompson Communications is joining us this morning. We're talking about media. And uh, we were talking about the Jim Acosta ruling, which is expected down today. It was actually expected yesterday. Uh, but should come. I'm having a muffin. I apologize. <laughs> They're everybody. saying 10 o'clock today. The ruling is supposed 10 to o'clock is when, is when we anticipate we're going to get that ruling. And we were just chatting a little bit about the fact that um, Fox News has gotten behind CNN on this. And um, Bill O'Reilly was talking on another radio station here in Boston yesterday saying that uh, he he just he was very surprised and that. That's just not the Fox News that he knows uh, any longer, and um, he he thinks that the White House is going to win this. It's going to be interesting to see what the outcome is because there's arguments on both sides of this issue, and I think that you know Fox, like I said earlier, had to come in and support uh, from a First Amendment right perspective, or they would have looked like you know jerks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know the flip side of this though. Is also, um, and I've read some of it, but this they say this is going to be so precedent-setting, but at the same time, I'm not sure that this will be the case that should be precedent-setting because this is very narrow in its scope. They are limiting, limiting this to what occurred in that room that day that resulted in him losing his credentials. The question is whether... This should have been broadened to a, you know, a, a series of events over time. And if you looked at it, the picture as a whole, should he have been thrown out? If I was basing it strictly on what I saw in that room, Jim Acosta should not step foot in that in there again. He was rude and he was wrong. Right. They were, both parties were rude, that's both, for sure. Both were rude. Uh, but I think they're also just looking for a temporary reinstatement of his— credentials yeah um as part of this uh hearing so right i don't Until know what that means further. in the long run exactly right. so let me go to this stopgap you bet it, it is I, you're exactly right let me go to paul and quincy good morning paul hey good morning guys good morning <clears throat> you know what i think that 
um, I think that uh, Acosta was absolutely wrong in that that room that day. Like it or not, he did put his hands on that on that young lady. Um, he didn't karate chop her, but you know, he did put his hands on her. Uh, Trump's not a prize either. I mean, he does he does definitely instigate. But you know what? I think when you have these uh, press meetings, it needs to be productive. And Acosta, at this point, can no longer be productive there. I'm not saying CNN shouldn't be in there, but CNN needs to find another reporter to take over Acosta's position at the White House. I agree with this, Paul. I I agree with you. A nice compromise here. Mm -hmm. Like adults. We're all adults here. Let's compromise. I agree. CNN wants a reporter in there that's going to be called on, and Acosta's not going to be called on. He'll just be ignored at this point. So I understand why they're doing it, but they should be thinking longer term and who they're going to have in there to replace him so they can get answers to their questions. I think Jim Acosta may be, although I don't think he wants to be because I think he wants to remain a journalist, he would be a great panelist for a while just to, you know, some overview on what um, his take is on this administration. The problem is that once he does that, he can't go back to the field, and I don't think he wants to do that. I I don't know that CNN necessarily even wants Acosta in there over someone else. I think at this point, it's just this president is so clearly about winners and losers, and he is labeling CNN a loser, and I think CNN wants a win here. And I think think they want to say, we beat him. I think that's true. I'm wondering if this was the place in which to do it because— Again, it, the the scope is so narrowed. You know, if you if if CNN's attorneys could go in and argue that they that the president is affecting, you know, their their viability by constantly calling them fake news by by you know giving examples of things that they believe the president has said that were false, and vice versa, and this would have been a much broader thing than than maybe. This could be a win, or this certainly could be a First Amendment issue. The problem is that I think this remains really, really narrowed to that experience that occurred at that press conference. And the more I think about that and the more I read about it, realizing that was the case, I think Jim Acosta's got a problem. Well, I think um, the reason they did that is because they had to act, you know, because they had to make sure that they were, you know, supporting their employee. Right. Um, So they had to do something, and probably from a legal perspective— trying to make a decision to do something quickly, they decided that this limited way was their best shot. I think you're right. John is in Hingham. Good morning, John. Hi, how are you doing this morning? Super, thank you, sir. Yeah, look, uh, you'll never find a, a, a stronger anti-Trumper than myself. But the, the issue is, and I've been in large organizations for all my career, and, you know, in the military, the term is, you know, you might not respect the man, but you got to respect the uh, the uniform. He's the president. There, there is, you know, a method of approaching the, the president. This Acosta, you know, he, he thought it was a debating society. Uh, you know, he wanted his 15 minutes of fame. You know, I really think that it's time for him to go because, as you said, Trump isn't going to call on him uh, because Acosta knows that he can just bait uh, Trump, and that's what he was looking for. He was looking for a nasty reaction from Trump, and he almost got it. And, and it was quite obvious, you know. Yeah. I would say I he mean, did get it, you know, because he was giving him, you know, yeah, I think personal he did insults. Get it. Right, right. In fact, well, that's that's kind of what th- that's would be all the more reason I think for the president not to want to him back. They both have the same problem with one another. The way I see it, John, they both get under yeah, each but, other's skin. 
but 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 the point you know, you you kind of stole my, my thunder is you know he's got like no no credibility left anymore. It, it's just a personality clash at this point. Right. So I think if CNN wants to be reputable, they've got to move away from him. Yeah, they got to take him out of there. I agree. I, I would say Absolutely. though, if you're going to use that military analogy, you give your commanding officer respect, even if you don't like him because you respect the uniform. But that commanding officer also abides by rules where he respects people as well, and that's why he's got that commanding officer uniform. And I think that's Come the problem on, yeah. the president is setting here. But we all know, you know, when we've got somebody, we got kind of an adversarial thing. He was, they were baiting. Trump. They were looking for an. Ex- he was looking. But for you don't think that goes both ways? Well, the the issue is, is that you know when you're the target of everybody, you, you can get a little bit more sensitive. You know, yeah. Acosta's laying there back of the trenches, tossing grenades. If you want to keep it the military bit, and uh, you know, I I'm not. I really don't care for Trump at all. Uh, but the issue is, is that literally, you know. We got to move on. It can't be a total uh, conflict uh, yeah. if we're going to get any information. Right. You if know? the country's going to move forward, right? I hear you, John. That seems to be a recurring Thank theme you, with yeah. everything right. uh, going on. We got to keep moving administration, on. Administration, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. We're talking about uh, the ten o'clock announcement today as to whether Jim Acosta is going to get his press credentials back and sort of putting in the context of the fact that uh, Bill O'Reilly was in town yesterday talking about it, very surprised about Fox getting behind this. Are you surprised that Fox got behind it? And does it change your view of Fox News? He has the morning off, and Dave Thompson is in with us this hour. Uh, he is the president of Thompson Communications. He is a public relations uh, guru. He's also a professor at Salem State University. You know, I've got to ask you a little bit about, as we keep talking about this whole media thing, which has just become such a big part of politics. I mean, media is always important, but media has become such a big part of politics because the president is literally at war and now in literally in a, a lawsuit with one of the biggest media outlets in the country. And at 10 o'clock this morning, we're going to find out how this all shakes, which... Unless it gets delayed yet again. Yeah, I think is going to really be interesting to see how this is going to shake out. Um you you're you're dealing with young people and you are dealing in a world now that is very unlike what it used to be with the media how are you how are you you know painting the media now because yes. there's a lot of days i'm not real proud i have to be honest yeah i think everyone feels that way um it's so unique one of the first things i ask my students is how do you get your news and almost all of them 100% i would say is social media um, and they're getting it from a variety of different sites, and they're not always legitimate sites. So the news that they're getting is informing decisions that they're making, and it might not be, you know, legitimate information they're basing those decisions on. Well, they're, you know, <laughs> I've never loved this term that the president uses, which is fake news, and I think that the president uses it frequently in ways that it's not legitimate. But there is fake news out there. 
There's no two ways about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Whenever you're on a website, you see all this clickbait that you can, you know, yeah. uh, you know, go to. And unfortunately, way too many people are going to them and and confusing it, it with what I believe is real news. Absolutely. It's I guess harking back to the days when you'd look at the National Enquirer and think that that was real news. And and maybe sometimes it is, and maybe sometimes there's a kernel of truth, but other times it's just information that someone decided to write and it got printed. Yeah, it's 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 scary. It's it really, really scary. is. Yeah, really and scary. you've got a lot of young minds who have lost any sight of you know. I mean, I I, I don't want to sound like some old person, but you know, P, they're not watching PBS. You know, they're not watching that. Right. I wasn't watching it either. But my point just being, they are just sort of clicking wherever it seems right, and then that's the gospel. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me go to uh, Rob. He's in Reading this morning. Hey, Rob. Good morning. Uh, hey, Kim. How are you, sir? Uh, listen, it sounds like I the famous Doctor Rob Brown. Yeah, I know. I I think uh, uh, well, we're we teach together at uh, Salem State, and uh, and David's classes are po- very popular because uh, he is the media guy. Students really really uh, love to uh, love the real world that he brings to academia. Mm. But that's but I, I think uh, what's interesting about this Acosta thing. Is that I don't know, Kim. I, I see your I see where you're coming from with uh, uh, about O'Reilly, and uh, but I think that this CNN, I mean uh, uh, Fox, weighing in with CNN uh, tends to make me think that um, this is going to be a, a a tough one to call against uh, uh, the those two. I think they they put a lot of weight behind this. And to rule against them would be tough. It's, it's fascinating because I, this is my favorite thing, issues management, crisis management. It's very interesting. And I will say this. Just as, just as there was uh, a misunderstanding of how uh, Justice Roberts would rule in the Obama case, in the Obamacare case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. You still there, Rob? Nope. We lost him. Somehow we lost him. I think he was on a cell phone there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 would, I wish we wouldn't have lost him at that very right, moment. Right, exactly. I to hear it's what like a cliffhanger. You know, what he just said, though, about, um, about management, managing this, that will be the next step in this on both sides of this fence. Somebody's not going to win here. This and is definitely it, a crisis communications issue for both sides. Yes. Yeah. And how they manage it after the fact is going to be interesting to watch. And now it's not just CNN. No, it's basically the news media, <laughs> yes. journalism versus the White House administration. So two powerful forces there. So Rob was saying it's hard to go against you know big media companies like Fox and CNN and all the others that are on board. But it's also really hard to go against the White House. I was just going to say, but you they're know. up against the. I mean, these are the two biggest powerhouses. You know, I guess we, I guess we could throw the NFL in, and then we really have a <laughs> yeah, mess, exactly. right? But I mean, you know, maybe they can be the tiebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> where do you stand on all of this NFL? And I think we know where that would all go to. Yes. <laughs> Which would be disaster. Yeah. It is. I mean, the the crisis management that's going to have to go on here after. Although, I don't think whatever happens today will be the end of the line. I think that this will go on. You know, the president, I think, will have no choice. If this would go against the White House, the president would have no choice but to take it to another court. 
if this goes against CNN, they will take it to an absolutely point, period. In, either way, I think it's this is not the end of the issue at ten o'clock today. I think no. it's just really the beginning. So you They're, think it's it's destined for the Supreme Court? I would think so. I would think so. It's too big of an issue for both sides mm -hmm. to not you know to not move it forward because if they just let it lie with whatever the decision is today, someone's going to look like a real loser. But when you take this to the Supreme Court, what is it that you're asking? Because the Supreme Court doesn't rule on cases like should Jim Acosta get his credentials back. So right. I guess what you're ruling is can the White House make the determination as to who uh, can be who gets press credentials or who gets access and who doesn't. Right? right. Exactly. And to your point earlier, I think they need to widen the issue. And from a legal perspective, I don't know how right. that works. From you know, do you have to you know stay exactly on the same line? That you were, you know, for your first ruling as you move mm -hmm. on down the, the right, court. Right. Or right. if you can change your approach a little bit there. Because I do think they need to broaden the issue. Yeah, because they can't, the, the, the Supreme Court is not going to rule on whether they think Jim Acosta should be able to go to the next press conference or not. Right. They're Absolutely. Not yeah. That that's, call. yeah. It's way outside their purview. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, it's, it's, a, it's an unbelievable story. It really is. And it's, I think it was. Destined, right? It was destined to happen with this White House. I mean, eventually there was going to have to be something that sort of uh, the, two, the two sides would clash in such a way. Yeah, I'm really surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah, I think you you're know, probably right about the, that. With the as much contentiousness that there I, is between I think, the media and the I think president. it's a matter of he hasn't done anything that they could sue over yet. Well, I think that's true. I mean, you he he can call them whatever he right. wants. And he I mean, you could argue this there. isn't something they can sue over, but at least this is a decision that he has made that they can contend. True. Yeah. I think Good that's point. true. Yes. You know, he hasn't made a decision about the media so far. He's just called a them comment. nasty right. things. Right. right. Which is also the other part of this that you have to keep in mind related to the administration. Up to the, which is why this is such a narrow situation. Up to this point, there's been a lot of bluster and a lot of talk, um, but the president hasn't done anything and, in fact, called on Jim Acosta that day. Right. I mean, the president hasn't cut anyone off or anyone's access off. Although he did try to remove cameras from the briefing, so they did fight back on that, right? I don't remember if— Well, I think I for a brief that time a, he did, for right. a period of time, but I also think that is certainly— uh, well, I was going to say that's within their right, and it is within their right, because they also have the right to have a gaggle and invite who is there. I mean, that is that falls within the rights of the administration. You can say, we're going to have a press conference, but only so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so are going to be there. And by the way, only that camera will be allowed, which will have to be a pool camera for everyone else. So well, I that think they kind did of thing try is, to do is, that, and somehow that got pushed back on. Well, the issue is that if— from a from the point of view of the media, if the way in which I make my living is to show pictures of this press conference, then you are keeping me from being able to do my job. That's against my First Amendment rights, and so you have to let a camera in. So sometimes how they avoid that is a singular camera. It has to be a pool camera. And then yeah, that makes sense because if that. everyone's getting the same access to the same video, that makes perfect sense. As long sense. as you're getting access, that's the whole point, Correct. which is why— as again, as I continue to talk this out loud, knowing just the exposure that I've had through the years, I, the president may very well have a really good point here, and he may very well win today. Yeah, he very well might.